your new home for Walton and Johnson. News Talk 99.5 WRNO-FM, New Orleans, and iHeart Radio Station. Very interesting story this morning about uh, this Republican candidate in Montana that body slam supposedly body slam the reporter. Oh, by the way, I've noticed you don't have to use things like allegedly or supposedly anymore as long as you're telling the story on a Republican. That is true. You don't have to say that. Republicans did it. We know. The news people just come out and tell you, it happened. Here's what he did. It's exactly what we say it is. It doesn't matter whether it's going to trial. doesn't matter whether it's been proven or not. It's no alleged none of that. Well, the election is today, and I guess that's the awkward part. It's a bad timing situation. They say the guy's got a bad temper. We don't have the video, but there's a little bit of audio. Waiting to make your decision about health care until you saw the bill and it just came out. And, what yeah, you and we'll talk it. to you about that later. Yeah, but there's not going to be time. I'm just curious if you okay, have to Speak right with now. Shane, please. But you don't. Just... Sick and tired of you guys. The last Jesus guy that came here, you did the same thing. Get the hell out of here. Sounds Get good. Get the hell out of here. The last guy did the same thing. You were the guardian? Yes, and you just broke my glasses. You, you the last guy did the same thing. You just broke my glasses. What a pussy. These whining crybabies, they come in there and want to just mouth off and start acting all tough and badass, and then somebody gets all back in their face. And they, oh, they can't handle it. But somebody gives as the good as they get. bad thing about this guy, uh, his name is Greg, is uh, I guess he has uh, a track record. And this happened a little earlier this year with a pizza delivery guy. Hello, sir. I'm from Pizza Hut. I have your double anchovy and pineapple pie. That'll be sixteen fifty plus tip. We'll talk to you about that later. But uh, I kind of need to get back to my boss so I could deliver some more pizzas, sir. Can't you just pay me now? Speak right with now. Shane, please. Shane? Who is Shane? Is he here too, or do I need to go meet him somewhere else? Hey, what the? <laughs> <laughs> I get angry, I get angry, but I don't let the anger get me. I get angry, I don't let it get to me. The surprising part about this story is that it's a story. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that it's a nationwide story. National news is covering this uh, every quarter hour. It's a headline. Because the Democrats have lost everything, and now they're all excited. They think... We got a chance to win something. We might win something in Montana. And if the people of Montana are so stupid that they will elect a Democrat and put him into this process up here in Washington, D.C., where they've been screwing us for the last 30 years because the other guy shoved some mamby-pamby jackass around. Well, you, oh, you know what they say? You deserve the government you, you get. That's right. But I don't think Montana's that stupid. I don't think so either. Although uh, I think they said either three or four, or they said three of the four uh, major newspapers in Montana who had endorsed 
the Republican uh, now have rescinded their endorsement. Oh, Ooh. my God. Yeah. Well, they, the news media wants to make sure you hear about this. So, because today's the sure. election. And yeah. I, this would not, again, like so many things, wouldn't be a story. If it were about a Democrat, I mean, a national Democrat with huge exposure like an Anthony Weiner would not get this much attention about his Weiner. If, if Anthony Weiner were a Republican, we would have heard nothing else for the last two years That's except right. stories about Anthony Weiner. Child molester, predator, all the the picture stuff, uh, everything. It would, would have been, been all over the news. Literally a Hitler. Literally Hitler. <laughs> he would have been Hitler. <laughs> this guy, which, Wiener, which is really, literally Hitler. Really upsets people uh, who have survived the Holocaust to hear people just diminish what they went through by talking about how some of these people who've off- offended people with their words were as bad as Hitler. Paul Simon was on uh, with uh, Colbert. You know, Colbert's been pandering to the hate Trump crowd, and it's helped his ratings because kind of like the 10 percenters, all he needs to lead the late-night pack because there's so many damn late shows is about 10% of the viewers. And 10% of the viewers hate Trump to death, so they're all watching him. And he had Paul Simon on, and, you know, Paul Simon's famous as a songwriter, and they thought, what if we took one of Paul Simon's famous songs and we put like a left-wingy spin on it? Wouldn't that oh, be funny? Wouldn't that be funny? Well, you know that song of yours that I just love, uh, that I don't hear you play anymore, is 59th Street Bridge Song. Oh, I, I loathe that song. Really? The feeling groovy thing? Yeah, I don't I don't like it. Why? It just feels naive, you know, it just it doesn't feel like 2017. Feel like hey, let, me, let me try something here. You might like this better. Believe it or not, Hello, but- lamppost. Nice to see ya. We might get bombed by North Korea. We're getting close to World War Three. So run for the shelters, feeling groovy. Now let's get all anti-Trump. The Arctic's melting. Seas are boiling. These aren't the first pants that I'm soiling. We won't survive the century. We're all doomed. I'm feeling groovy. Kelly and Conway makes no come. sense. Here comes. And even if Trump goes, we're stuck with Mike Pence. Plus, he might win the big one in 2020. Nevertheless, all is groovy. I knew they had to go there. It's a matter of time. By the way, you guys, when you're singing about the global warming stuff and the boiling seas and the melting ice caps. Oh, boy, that makes you sound so stupid. You sound like a dumbass. <laughs> just FYI. There's nothing cooler than calling yourself cool. These guys are the greatest. Radio guys of all. Bigger and better, Walton and Johnson. And nothing, Ryan. Was a boogie singer. Once I was a boogie singer. Playing in our 
rock and roll band. Uh, word to the wise, that's not rock and roll you're playing there. And you don't disco down to check out a no, he show. He says he once was yeah. in a rock and roll band. Could disco down and check out a show. That one song made him richer than you will ever, well, not that you could dream of being, but that you will ever achieve. That's for sure. Well, aren't you just the dream breaker? No, I'm just saying, that, you know, knock them. Billy Ray Cyrus did that, ch- that achy, breaky nonsense. That one song made him richer than you'll ever achieve in your lifetime. <laughs> hey, speaking of Billy Ray, he's on television today celebrating. Quote, celebrating the anniversary of Achy Breaky. Well, I don't think that's something you're going to celebrate. I wouldn't, but, but you might commemorate it. I can see where he would. I mean, Billy Ray Cyrus is worth about $20 million. That's his net worth. And his right daughter's now. worth more. His daughter is worth $160 million. And he said it doesn't even bother him. Well, no, because she'll, she'll share. If he really wants something he can't afford because he's only worth $20 million. Honey, will you buy me a Lamborghini? I'm going to need that. Would you? Uh, well, Daddy sure would love that. Can't a dude with $20 million afford a Lamborghini? And uh, I believe he could. Miley says she's a daddy's girl. Yeah. All the way. In fact, <laughs> who is her mother? Do we even know? Well, I'm sure you could find out. Um, I, nobody really cares, do But they? nobody brings it up. You know, uh, He's this, from over in Kane Tuck. Ain't a bit of telling who mama is. Kane Tuck. <laughs> I like what you said. You, are you from down in the holler? Yes, sir. I uh, think he's from the flats. I like what's going on at their universities. There's just the safe spaces, the craziness, the uh, gender-neutral crap. That You know, we had riots at Berkeley because... Milo is going to speak there, and you Milo is a have. radical Nazi mm-hmm. gay guy. Couldn't have it. Wait a minute. A radical? Oh, he's a and radical, a racist Nazi gay guy. who he's, he's a gay guy who only dates black dudes, but he's racist. And he's not. Yeah, that's, uh, like, that's a real puzzler, ain't it? Guys, you know. You just pick what you don't like about him. There's enough for both sides. Why? Or any of us. Paying money to send our kids to a university because the universities, they've gone into cuckoo town. I'm black. I'm Hispanic. I'm Asian. I'm a student at Utopia University. This university was created so I could be me. Unless I don't want to be me, then I can just be somebody else. You can pee next to me. Our campus is inclusive and recognizes the needs of all students. Except the Jews. Our commitment to diversity means that nobody graduates until they think just the right way. At Utopia University, there are no violent words to hurt me. I will punch you if you're a fascist. I'm going to be the next Che Guevara. We speak out against privilege. We've We've checked checked our our privilege. privilege. Welcome to Utopia U. A wonderful place to learn that everything your parents taught you is wrong. It's all here at Utopia U, man. It's not based in reality. It's based on your reality. Wait, hold on a second. Hello, Snowflake Facebook friend. Hello, Snowflakes. I see you're all upset again. It's almost summer. Time to hit those screens, huh? You riot when you do not get your way. Where was your dumbass on election day? Trump's not my president. And now you scream because you couldn't stop the Trump train. He's a Nazi. He grabs pussies. And it's the sound of snowflakes. Pussies grabbing Nazi. 
They got restless bitch syndrome When they lost their Obama phones When all the food stamps are depleted Speaking of Simon and Garfunkel And all the losers have retreated Even the Mexicans are heading back across the border tonight To run and hide under a pile of cornflakes I'm being triggered, man It's my body, it's my choice To murder baby girls and boys If we found microbes on Mars this morn They call it life while they kill the unborn But speaking strictly scientifically If cells can reproduce, it's alive And that's no lie Don't you dare disturb the sound Of snowflakes I'm melting Yes We observe all the facts and a lot of fantasies, too. I know you enjoyed Katy Perry's answer to terrorism. Oh, week. is that great? Or what? Oh, that inspired me so much. No <laughs> barriers, no borders. We just need to love each other and coexist. That, alongside that, is featured a bonus picture of uh, Katy's mansion. Where she has definite borders and barriers. And guards. And you don't get to exist there at no, all. No. They they preach to you about how you need to exist, but it doesn't count on, for them. Just remember, every time a left-winger says something about this, that, or the other, it's always you they're talking That's about. That's right. Not them. A good book to read would be... Uh, Animal Farm by George Orwell, where it's all explained. Pigs in the farmhouse, you in the barn. All animals are equal. Some animals are more equal than others. Now, I know a farmhouse doesn't sound that exciting to you until you read about how the rest of the animals are living. And well, yeah. Now, the farmhouse looks pretty darn good. When you're in a barn, you want to be in the farmhouse. <laughs> That's right. That's Just saying. This might be the only bastion of free speech left in America, and we are under assault like the man in the high castle. They are coming for us. They are coming for us. They are clamoring. They're the, 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 what do they call them? The uh, nattering nabobs of negativity are barking at our ankles. That's what they call them. Yeah. I believe it was, I forget who, it was Nixon who said that. The nattering nabobs of negativity? The na- he called the press the nattering nabobs of negativity. No wonder they impeached him. <laughs> Well, he was very educated, and he used words that were above the yeah. That's just uppity level of most people. Uh, they're also coming after Hannity. You know, he's not putting up with that foolishness. Like uh, they just want me to quit, so I'll quit. No, he's not. But uh, advertisers have band together. Now, this again is only a left wing thing. This never happens. Two left-wingers. It's only the left-wingers that organize these advertising boycotts. Since about 80% of the country thinks right-wing, 
Why are we not upset that advertisers only attack us? That's a pretty good question. And then they we're the ones with the money. They want us to spend money with them. Do you ever remember a boycott over any liberal? No. Any liberal show, like a Colbert, for example. Are advertisers boycotting him because he is so filthy and disgusting? And Find wild? out which advertisers those are and make sure you do not... Spend any money with them and make sure that they know why you're not spending money with See, them. What happens is how this works is that the, the liberals know how to generate with bots these what appear to be thousands of maybe millions of angry customers that email these advertisers. It's not true. It's like a room full of teenage kids sitting in there typing up these emails and putting them out, and the advertisers are misled into believing that there's actually this many people upset with them, and so they cancel their advertising. It's really stupid when you get down to it. By the way, because of that kind of idiotic knee-jerk reaction, like firing O'Reilly, getting ready to fire Hannity, all this uh, triggering, Fox is now the last place cable news network for the first time in 20 years. Last place. Not first place anymore. They got exactly what they wanted. There you are. Here at the bottom. You happy yep. now? They, the, uh, Of course, you're told you should be ashamed of yourself for being a success. Just like the United States should be ashamed of being such a, a big kick-ass country. And for the last eight, nine years, we've been told, let's not be so good. That's what Fox has done. They said, we don't want to be all good and everything anymore. It was a book that came out years ago, and some of you youngsters won't remember this. Coca-Cola was the number one soft drink in the world by a large, large margin. But they got cocky. It's like, well, we're number one, but couldn't we be more number oneer? They were... Pepsi was barking at their heels a little bit, moving up in market share. And uh, said, it made them nervous. You know what? Let's find out what people like about Pepsi and toss a little bit of that into our beverage. Mm -hmm. And so they changed the flavor of Coke to be sweeter and more Pepsi-like. Of course, what they forgot was what about the people that already like Coke that are making us number one? They didn't like the new flavor. There was a reason they liked to drink that and not the other brand. Uh-oh, trouble ensued. There was a book about it called The Other Guy Blinked, how Pepsi caught up with Coke after 50 years of total dominance. It's the same thing in the broadcast industry with Fox News. They blinked. On a smaller scale, you could see it at a local radio station in any given town in America. Or just pick one at random. Let's where, say they say, "Well, that know. morning show costs too much. Let's take it off." I think we got a guy that's in afternoons who can do that just as well. Let's say an average city in an average area, like a Baton Rouge, for example. We got a program director that's really, really good. Uh -huh. What if we fire him and put the guy that's under him in charge of it? Uh -huh. Wouldn't he do it just about as well for a hell of a lot less money? Well, the now, next thing you know, the blocks all tumble down, and they're in last place. It happens. We're just saying. It can happen. The other guy blinks. Where you live, too. We live in a time of unparalleled danger. Global chaos is about to consume every country on Earth. And there is only one hope for humanity. The Commanders of Common Sense. Walton and Johnson in the morning. I don't mind 
Now the kids are all right. Now they're not all right. No, not these days. The kids are not all right. Something is very wrong. We were talking about this earlier. The uh, the show at a it's at a venue with the uh, this w- girl, little little girl, who's famous only because she was on the Doctor Phil show and she uttered some stupid ebonics mush mouth crap that somebody thought was really cute and they put it. Of course, they made a YouTube video and it went viral. She talks like half Ebonics, half baby talk. And it's so difficult to understand. Her mom has to translate for the audience while they're on the Dr. Phil show. Like a foreign language, because nobody speaks it, including Dr. Phil. Because you're too streetwise? Yup. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. She's talking about the audience, that they're laughing at her. Did did you say the, the, the hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside? What does that mean? What I just said. Catch her outside means she'll go outside and do what she has to do. Hey, millennials, check it out. New from the same people who brought you hot music from international recording artists like Paris Hilton, Brooke Hogan, and that guy who played Lieutenant Dan at Forrest Gump. Now we're excited to bring you the Catch Me Outside Girls Greatest Hits. Catch Me Outside, how about that? Featuring all your favorites, like Catch Me Outside, how about that? Catch Me Outside, how about that? Plus cool B-sides like All These Hoes Laughing Like It's So Funny. All These Hoes Laughing Like So Funny. And... Also, uh, Catch Me Outside, how about that? Catch Me Outside, how about that? Plus the Catch Me Outside, how about that remix from Danielle's mom. Catch her outside means she'll go outside and do what she has to do. Did we mention Catch Me Outside, how about that? Catch Me Outside, how about that? So pick up the Catch Me Outside Girl's Greatest Hits compilation today. And don't miss Catch Me Outside Girl on tour. Coming soon to a house of blues near you. It's a thing that's happening. Idiocracy is real. We tried to warn you. Run for your life. As you can tell, we're having some technical difficulties. Please stay tuned. In a world gone mad. The problem is the fact that she got some pathetic mama. An excuse for a mama. Because a real mama would have slapped that sass out of her mouth way before she got to be 13. Oh, your mama wouldn't put up with that oh, kind hell of hell no. My mama, my auntie Bertha, my grandmama, any one of them was allowed to slap the sass right out of my head. Mm. What I'm talking about. In the meantime, it's graduation season. You've probably been invited to a graduation, which means they don't want you to come to the graduation, by the way. That is the invitation no, but like a present means you there. should supply a gift. <laughs> yes. Um, so graduation season, everybody's going. Now, let's face it, nobody but the parents really want to go, and the parents probably don't First want to First of go. all, the speeches all suck sure. when the speech is given. One of the great things about graduation is the pride that the parents feel, and they take pictures of their kids standing in front of the, the you know, if it's a college especially, like yes. a school master mascot or out in front of something like a, a tower if the school has he's a big got tower. his little flat board hat with a tassel sure. on it yeah. and of course parents like pastor joel osteen and his wife victoria no different when their son graduated from school and they posted a picture of them throwing signs of satan 
<laughs> Did they know they were throwing signs of Satan? Now, guess where their son graduated from, uh, which would encourage Joel and Victoria to throw this sign of Satan. UT? University of Texas, well known for the hook'em high, uh, hook'em horn sign depicting, you know, the Texas mascot, the Longhorns. Well, that's they hold up a hook'em horn sign. That's in not pictures. Satan. That's hook'em horns. You tell the people on Twitter or Instagram or wherever this was because, oh my God, the world has lost their mind. The Osteens are throwing signs of Satan. Oh Satan. my God! That is where we are today. They think that's where these people. Are, there's people on Twitter oh who are God. saying things. I just want to read this. What are you doing that sign with your finger for? Why on earth would you use the devil sign? My goodness, wouldn't a thumbs up been just as good? Well, clearly not. That's for the Aggies. Joel showing the sign of Satan bad enough, but you too, Victoria, unbelievable, said Steve Payne. This goes on and on. How ignorant can these people be? I guess pretty ignorant, huh? False prophet hooks his followers by being charismatic. He's Satan in disguise, says Christopher Pule. Pule? This is a real story. This isn't, you're not making this up no. from the, this isn't from the onion or I, something. You'd think this it is. would be. The Osteen son graduated University of Texas. They did this. Hook them in the picture. And everybody thinks they're saying you know, this now. Uh, maybe we need Matthew McConaughey to step in here and explain to us about horns, signals, and whatnot. something. March 2013. I love spring. Flowers blooming. Trees turning green. Yeah. Girls jogging. Sure. Love watching them girls jog. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could spend all day at the park watching girls jog. Yes, sir. And it's not creepy. Because I'm Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> yeah. So when the girls say... Why you follow me on the fitness trail with a camera? I say, because I was an interstellar. And they say, oh, yeah, you're famous. And I'm like, yeah, but today I'm just a dude in the woods filming you. And then she laughs, and I laugh. Then she beats the crap out of me with Krav Maga. April 1992, spring break, South Padre Island. Me and Rooster lounging in the back of the truck. Knocking back a few tall boys, checking out the pretty ladies. Love me some pretty ladies. Oh, Rooster's like, hey, pretty ladies, why don't you join us on our truck? Pretty ladies like, you got a beer? I'm like, nope, you ain't that pretty. But I got something else for you. Pretty ladies like what? And I say sausage. And the ladies say, ooh, what kind of sausage? And I say, spicy sausage. And the ladies say, can I see your sausage? So I pull out the plate of sausage, old rooster and I've been eating, and the ladies leave. Spring break, good times. Rooster's Matthew's older brother, y'all know that, right? That's old, old rooster. That old rooster, boy, you know we're both UT guys, both of us. Yeah, both Texas boys, born and bred. Now, what a shame Rooster didn't get famous like Matthew instead of Matthew, because it'd be cooler to have Rooster McConaughey Rooster be yeah. the celebrity. Yes, sir. I think he's done some movie work, hasn't he? Oh, they, they, he dabbles. Rooster's been in he dabbles. some stuff. He's never hit the interstellar stardom like, no, he, like no. my brother here. But he see. dabbles. First of all, he ain't got the abs. 
Brewster uh, was known for West Texas Investors Club. He was in the Newton Boys. Did you see Black Gold back in 2008? But you should have. <laughs> That was a monster hit. Yeah, big, big hit. Rooster's from Huge. Houston. Born Houston, nineteen fifty four. A lot of us really good ones are, you know, we're Houston boy. It, it's just sad when you start hearing all these stories. The real news now is sadder than the made up fake stories Joel from just two or three years ago. With Satan signs. Satan signs. Book of Horns. Katy Perry behind her walls of her mansion telling you not to have any walls or borders and just, just got there and hug yourself an exploding Muslim today. And to top it off a few weeks ago, I didn't want to bring this up because you know, I didn't want to denigrate, denigrate the Matthew legend. But I saw Matthew McConaughey right here in his hometown. He's popping in for something, probably see the folks or something. Uh-huh. Saw him, he crawled out of a car, and I, and I was as shocked as you. Because it was not a Lincoln Continental. What? Yeah. Apparently, he just drives them for the TV commercial and oh, to make money. Now, that just hurts your heart, don't it? That's a stinger, boy. It is featured as adult entertainment and not recommended for children's ears without parental supervision. Walton and Johnson Radio Network. Look out, you might get a stank on it! That's what you call putting a stank on that guitar right there. I thought it's fun to play the guitar, huh? Oh, if you can do it like that. I'm a guitar picker from way back, and a booger picker, too, by the way. You know, people are going to ask, so just, well, who was that? Uh, it was one of these new country guys. <laughs> just one of these guys. Tyler Farr. That's what now? Tyler Farr. Does that name mean anything to you? Tyler no, it Farr. don't mean a thing. F-A-R-R. That's who that is. See? Told you it wouldn't mean anything. But anyway, well, it's Tyler Farr. Know. I mean, now they know. Guitar picker. So, this Trump derangement syndrome is... These lefties will go at any kind of link to uh, to stop Trump. They talk about assassinating him. They, they talk about poisoning him. They talk about uh, natural disasters blowing up under him, plane crashes. I mean, these people are sick f- freaks. Yeah. The Los Angeles Times ran an op-ed Tuesday titled, Put a Spell on You, Mr. President, by Diana Wegman, who is a oh, uh, California-based novelist and uh, essayist. Real spell. They're talking about uh, witches putting a spell on Trump. I put a spell on you. Because of mine. I think the CCR did it better with the cover version. That was the original from well, Screaming Jay Hawkins. But yeah. just, I, I like the CCR version. Whatever you're used to. Yeah, really. she's calling out witches and covens all over America to put a spell on Trump. 
Now, they did this back in January, oh, I think, God. even before he was inaugurated. Didn't the work The spells then, did were it? all supposed to kick in on Inauguration Day. And mm-hmm. uh, how'd that work out for him so Not far? too well. Uh, I'm starting to doubt the power of all of the witches and all of the covens and all the land. I do, too. You want to put your power in Jesus? Put that power in Jesus. Praise Jesus. Hell, yeah. There's your power right there. Unless it hurts the feelings of, uh, you know, your uh, your Muslims. Well, even especially when it hurts the feelings of the Oh, losers. is that right? Is that what yeah. you're going to do? Portland, Oregon. Just one week after Kook's Burritos opened in Portland, featuring a profile in a local publication, the Mexican food truck has shut down because they're, accu- they're being accused of cultural appropriation. Well, what's that mean exactly? It means two white chicks ain't allowed to make Mexican food. Oh, is that right? Is that how we're going to play the game? So if I see, if I go into a hibachi restaurant and they try out a Mexican, which they often do to make my Japanese hibachi food, oh, I, can't have I should get up and leave. You should walk out. He's culturally appropriating Japanese. Maybe what you should do is eat first and then storm out. If I go to an that. Italian restaurant and my waiter doesn't have an accent like that, uh, I get out and walk out because somebody's appropriating Italian culture. I hate to tell you this, but if you go into any restaurant of any kind around here and you go to the kitchen, just peek over the wall sometimes because you can see in the kitchen. Take a look and see just what you got back there cooking your grub. It's probably almost all Guatemalans and El Salvadorans. Now, unless you're eating Guatemalan and El Salvadoran <laughs> food every day, I reckon we got a real problem here. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they have been stormed by the lefties because... Damn it, they shouldn't be out there making the food of the ethnic people, these two ultra-white, whitey-whites. Yeah. And they were enough heat was stormed up that they actually had their business shut down because they're acting all... Isn't that incredible? I'm can't staggered. You can't just not go yourself if you don't want to eat that. You can't just not go and say, well, let other people make their own decisions. Yeah, it's like this show. If you want you to turn it off. Uh, tell everybody. You i got to make everybody turn it off. I can't just turn <sighs> it off myself. i got to see to it that everybody turns it off. Really? That's where you got to go with it? Meanwhile, speaking of that dumbass Oregon, I don't think I could live in Oregon. Oh, I couldn't. No. no. Uh, Oregon about to maybe have the freedom to pump their own gas. This this shocks people because there's very few uh, states that have this law. But in, in Oregon, yeah, in the year 1951, Oregon passed a law banning any kind of self service gas. I guess they saw it coming. And still to this day, you're not supposed to pump your own gas. Only a trained professional can put fuel into your car in wow. Oregon. That is incredible. In the decades since, lawmakers have justified keeping self-service ban alive, claiming it creates jobs, you know, for guys to pump gas. But this new bill out allows people to pump gas at all hours in certain places, not every place in Oregon. And you got to do it between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. During the daytime, you'll still have to count on your professional gas pumper. <laughs> oh, my God. God. So late at night when it's more dangerous, you yes. get out there all by yourself. Yeah, when you're drunk, you what hole does this go in? Right here? Now ah. <laughs> you push this thingy here. Oh my God, what is wrong with people? So much. So much to list. 
Notre Dame grad said, remember when they that handful walked out on Vice President Pence? Well, now they told the reason to CNN. They walked out on Pence because they felt unsafe. No. What? No. That ain't it. The walkout, they said, was because we felt unsafe. He has a kind of political discourse that's not safe for people. So we felt unsafe. We had to leave. Yeah. Why doesn't somebody call BS? They didn't know what he was going to say. They had no idea what it was going to be about. It was a commencement graduation. It wasn't a politically motivated speech oh. about that changing the world. It was just about encouraging you to go out and, you know, maybe get a job and have a, uh, make well, a see, living. Right there. That's that's hurtful. When you say stuff like get a job, that makes them feel unsafe. Yeah, you just scared the hell out of a bunch of people right there. Job! <laughs> no! Job! Get a job. Uh, uh, uh. My God. This is a country that needs a good bitch slapping, doesn't it? Boy, it needs uh, like every hour on the hour. I know we don't have a hand big enough to bitch slap at all, but we'll see what we can do. One of the few stations in the nation that runs editorials on the air. Walton and Johnson in the morning.